0: You're listening to The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our weekly visit with Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore. Here's John Morris with Coach Moore. Back with us live from Getterman Stadium, Baylor softball in action tonight, hosting 17th-ranked Texas, the opener of a three-game series that ends the regular season, a split series, the game tonight here in Waco, Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. in Austin. Pleased to be joined by Baylor head coach Glenn Moore. Comes uh, out of his nice, comfy office (laughs) all the way up here to the press box. At least we've still got the windows closed. At least there's a little air up here. Yeah. Because it is a little warm. At least
1: I got here in time to catch my breath, too. believe <laughs> 22 years of being here they build it higher every year uh-huh. i don't know I funny don't know. how that works yeah, there little, is an elevator back there you know i didn't think of that <laughs> <laughs> well they didn't have that when i first built the stadium i don't know if you remember there was no elevator there i don't remember It's, that. Added, it's added probably yeah. about
0: 2004 2005 was it really like i that. don't yeah. remember that yeah. that's great well nice addition very good uh and uh here we are last series of the regular season isn't that crazy does it it does it fly by to you like yeah. it seems like it does to me it does it does some years ago,
1: <laughs> some years it goes a little slower than others <laughs> True. But, but uh yeah it's uh you know i still love it i love what i what i'm able to do here and you know i'm just sitting up here in the press box looking over these facilities and Got a field crew out there: Brown, Backstrom, Thomas, and those guys, and they're watering it down. I don't know, it's just a just a softball coach or a baseball coach. There's not many more beautiful sights than what we're looking at right here. But yeah, it does. It flies by, and but never this is a great office to come to work yeah, every day exactly. and be able to see this facility. So um, I certainly enjoy it.
0: That's what I say. You know, here here sometimes I'll put up a picture. Here's my office view today. You know, it's this or it's baseball or it's football or something. And it's pretty good, pretty good office view. Pretty good gig. Yep, not bad. Uh, You have such a young team. We've talked a lot about that this year. You say the youngest team you've ever had, especially here at Baylor. How do you feel like the team has come along as you get to the end of the regular season? Well,
1: in some aspects, we've certainly grown. Um, You know, we're not. I I thought we had a team that was a shoe in for the NCAAs and I'm disappointed in the fact that we've still got a we've got a a big mountain to climb to get there and and I thought we'd be in a better position than we are it took longer as I've said a couple of times lately it took us longer to figure out the where we were going to put people and how to um, the, the probably the most difficult job I've had in trying to find a combination defensively that worked into offensive production. And whenever you put your best defense out there, your offense sacrifices. And, you know, you give a little bit for a better hitter. But trying to find that magic combination, you know, it took me a long time. And then we started conference with Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. And I think we lost confidence in the offense that we had built to that point. So we reverted back a little bit, John, and we really haven't recovered offensively f- from that. I mean, we've won some games and won some series, but we haven't become gotten back to
0: the offensive team that we were prior to the start of Big 12. And uh, you look back at the start, Oklahoma in first weekend, Oklahoma State in the second. Those teams are playing right now for the championship this weekend but that that just i mean you're gonna play everybody over the course of the year but to start with those two back to back that's tough to do yeah
1: and you never know uh you know most people thought oklahoma state they lost a lot because they 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 dig into the portal so they get a lot of transfers uh that come in there and they're they're usually whenever you can somebody else can develop your players for you and you, you get them to come in there then they're going to be a you know, you're going to know what they, they're going to have. So over the summer, they reloaded with uh, portal transfers and got Ellis who was at Oregon, then at Texas, and then set out a year, and she's an All-American pitcher and brought her in, and, and then a couple others they've added to their lineup, a great catcher, and um, some others that's really put them right back in the thick of things. So you didn't think going, on, going in that they would be as strong as they are, but they are. They're a very good team, um, and to have them back-to-back six games in conference in a row from you know the number one and possibly the best team in softball history and 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 we by the way we got better as we played them and had a chance yeah. to beat oklahoma in the last game but then oklahoma state i thought we competed well but just didn't have enough bullets in our gun to to pull off a win there but that kind of um you know hurt our confidence it didn't sink our ship i mean the girls kept fighting i've been very proud with their uh lack of um uh, our um uh, their their willingness to come back and fight even in games up and downs r- roller coasters but been very proud of the way they fought at least up until the last game our senior day with Iowa State as disappointed in that but prior to that they've really had great effort and we've gotten better but you know we just had to find the right combination and then you couple that with a couple of injuries that uh, you know take Taylor Strain out of the lineup she's a big spark we had uh, Emily Hyde out during the both Oklahoma series and you know, so everybody deals with that. So it's not just us, but um, I think we've just really struggled to build back the confidence that we had in our pre Big Twelve season,
0: where we were swinging the bats really well. What as a coach in softball, what are your thoughts about the transfer portal yeah. and what it's done? I mean, you've lost some, but you've gained, yeah. gained a couple. Well, I'm you know I'm I'm okay with a kid. That just what,
1: what I'm I'm just softball coach. I always say that all the time, but. Um, my personal opinion is that after a season um i'm okay with if you decide hey i need to move on uh transferring but that's we already had that in place it may have been a little more difficult you had to go through a couple other steps just to make sure everything was legit but just to up and leave i'm not really that crazy about that and i certainly am not uh in favor of the mid-year transfers you know like like we've experienced you know have somebody to just uh, to walk away from your program in the middle of the year that's that's tough and I think that needs to be corrected personally um so I'm not in favor of it but it is what it is we don't I don't make the decisions there I got a uh, somewhat of a voice so I'll voice it and I don't like the I don't like the portal when it comes to uh, just uh free will you know a coach gets on a player in the middle of practice and they decide the next day they can walk away and go in and compliance and and say hey i'm checking out and a couple weeks later they're on somebody else's roster and they can even do that in your conference which is you know it's tough it's tough because you're fighting to win a conference or to do well enough in conference to see postseason play and now you got to worry about signals changing signals and you have paranoia and you know all these things that come into play when you've spent (laughs) you spent two or three years recruiting that person and then all of a sudden they walk out so easily, it's a little tough. But, again, I see it from my uh, point of view, um, not
0: the players as much, so I try to, but I don't like that part of it. Yeah, I understand that. You had a couple of really good transfers in this year from Fresno State. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie Wilson in center field, leadoff hitter hitting 412, I think, on the year, and then Dari Orm in the circle. I mean, those are two really – think about what they have added to this team this year and where you might be without yeah, those Yeah, they're teams. certainly – Uh, Unbelievable people first and then
1: uh, the great athletes. And, you know, another thing with the portal, John, to go back on that and get me on my soapbox, every school, a lot of fans don't realize this, every school is not on the uh, equal playing field. You know, at, at an academic institution like Baylor, you know, you can really recruit freshmen that are leaving, going in their sophomore years and then graduate but uh, but there's other schools we had a kid that wanted to come in here last year that was uh, that lost 40 hours coming in here and then uh transferred to an sec school and only lost four so a lot mm-hmm. of people don't understand the unlevel playing field even darry and mckenzie and rachel transferred from houston in. we had three over the summer um and ryan trochum was a graduate so we had four total but but even they had to sit out a semester. So you look at a sport like football that has to get transfers. They can't be immediately eligible if they, you know, don't if they're too old and have, you know, they call it the six semester kids. Sure. They can't now they can't transfer in and be
0: immediately eligible here. Glenn Moore, our guest, Baylor softball coach. Uh, another factor this weekend is you're in the middle of finals. Baylor's, well, not not really. Yesterday was the last day of classes. Finals began, I guess, tomorrow, right? Yeah. Uh, but you've got to navigate well, those waters. Yeah, and some are taking them already. So okay. it, it, the the traditional
1: calendar says tomorrow they begin. But they some start early, take them early because we're navigating those waters yeah. and trying to get them changed for next week and then – you know, my daughter Jacy is uh, taking two of her finals, and she's not an athlete. So I think they manipulate it, move it around a little bit. So we're we're basically in the middle of finals. Is Jacy going to be upset? You said she wasn't an
0: athlete well <laughs> you want to retract that at all
1: yeah i'll, I'll retract that because she was a pretty good bo- volleyball player yes, she was <laughs> i've let her know a few times that she wasn't the all-american pitcher that i had ordered whenever i <laughs> <laughs> oh that would have been a great script right <laughs> yeah yeah that would have been that's it's good. not cost me any scholarship money and, uh, but i'll tell you what the things that she is good at she's so good at and a blessing so i'll I'll take the one I have.
0: She's about to graduate this weekend. Graduates next
1: weekend. Isn't that fun? Yep. I'm hoping I miss it because we'll right. still be playing That's in the Big right. Twelve
0: tournament. But right. uh, very proud of her, and she'll start graduate school in August. Wow, that so. is great. How about Texas, number seventeen in the nation in one pole, fourteenth in another. Uh, you know, when I look at them, it's a you know pretty complete team. Really, really good pitching. Yeah, you're right. You nailed it. That's uh, what you uh, see is what you
1: get. They're a complete team. They have. Um, you know quality athletes on the field and they have uh you know some some of uh, coach white's leftovers from the transfers that came in from oregon with him and um and then they've the portal's been good to them as well and one of their pitchers their, their starting pitcher came from fresno as well mm. just like and mckenzie so um we'll see how we think tonight but uh you know they're um uh, they're really strong in the circle and they've got a, a, a good offense that balances it out pretty good as well so you know i've told our girls said this uh transparently to them player for player you know they they're better than us so um you know we we talk about being the best nine the best group the best team if we can play as a team that gives us the best chance of winning so they might be better than us uh with the nine best out there but we're we're capable of being a pretty good team when we work together and play together.
0: Good final thought, uh, we're, and you mentioned this early, you know, where do you think you are? What, what has to happen to get to the NCA tournament this year? Yeah. You know, I think
1: a, a good weekend this weekend, I think, uh, two of two of three, uh, would hopefully move our PI up into a competitive range. Um, and you've always got the big 12 tournament as big as that is. Anytime Oklahoma in your, uh, conference, it's, it's a um, you know tough hill, and, and we'll finish fourth or fifth um, after this weekend, as we said earlier, and then we'll play – um, the winner of the conference who will get a bye. So they'll have rested while we played a game. So it's a tough heel, but you win two games and you're in the championship game. So it's that simple at the Big 12. That simple. That's, is, it's just that it's simple. It's just that simple. <laughs> it's that simple. But you three games and you can win a t- title. And that's where your AQ, your automatic qualifier comes from. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the carrot out there. Yeah. You win the Big 12 tournament, you're in the NCAA. And that's another benefit in having the tournament. Yeah. You know, a right. to to bring it back and, uh, we have it now, so you have an opportunity to be a Cinderella team, and uh, there's a lot of parity in this sport, and on any given day, like they say, you know, we were um, in the middle of hostile territory when we were that close to giving Oklahoma their first first loss, and, yeah. and we couldn't pull it off, but we were really, really close, so any given day, we were close enough to know that it can happen, you know, so...
0: This will be fun. Uh, I think it's sold out tonight. That'll be fun. Should be great atmosphere here at Getterman Stadium.
1: It will be. This place should be rocking, and hopefully we'll give them something something to cheer about. Uh, You know, there'll be a lot of burnt orange in the stands as well, so uh, we're used to that, and uh, we just hope the green and gold will get loud, and and, uh, being obnoxious is okay, but it's up to (laughs) us to give them something to cheer about. I know that Dari will uh, give us a chance in the circle, and then, uh, you know, we'll – We'll see how our offense goes, but I'm expecting uh, us to be very competitive. There's going to be some strikeouts, quite a few on both sides because you got two really good pitchers going head to head and former teammates, former so that's teammates, a kind yeah. of a kind of unique situation.
0: Cool. Very good. Hey, thanks for the visit. Good luck Appreciate this evening. It. Thank you, Dan. All right. Glenn Moore with us. Baylor softball coach. Baylor in Texas comes up tonight. First game of the three-game series uh, on the air at 615. First pitch at 630 on 101.3 FM with Dan Ingham. Television on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Game 2 and 3 in Austin, Saturday at 1 and Sunday at 1, and that will close the regular season. Big 12 tournament begins next Thursday at ASA Hall of Fame Stadium in Oklahoma City.